Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the channel today. We're going to talk about these shocking CPI numbers, the Consumer Price Index. You may know this better as inflation. And yet again, it looks as though we were correct, and I'm including you in the comments, the subscribers, about these numbers, and the experts yet again were just way off. It's my belief that, that we're starting to get to the point where we're going to see some peak numbers from inflation. Anything north of 5% uh, is kind of what the whisper numbers are. It's not gonna nearly be as hot as 7% from last uh, month. Fundamentals of the overall economy are really, really strong. Uh, do you think the worst is over? I do, Jared. Hotter than expected. So these were supposed to moderate. They did not moderate. You have to go to 1982 to find a higher number. It comes in a little bit stronger than we had anticipated. That's what everybody's most concerned about. We were supposed to see some alleviated pressure on the monthly read. Yeah, uh, this is not a good report. Um. So let's get straight into the numbers then. Uh, this is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the BLS. This was released this morning in Washington at 8.30 a.m. And the statistics have surprised most people. So what do we have then? 7.5% CPI rate. Um, and again, remember 7.5 is on the new metrics, meaning these numbers are closer to 12.5%. We haven't seen numbers like this in absolute decades. The inflation, which was supposed to be transitory, is now showing as persistent, at least at this present time. Now, usually I would talk about supply chains and all these things, but I'll mention that in tomorrow's video. So the three main things then, always on the CPI, food, energy, and employment-related numbers. So we saw a 7% increase in food prices, 27% in energy, and 223,000 new initial jobless claims. But not just this, the bond market has not reacted to these numbers well at all, especially the 10-year treasury. Let's go to the shared screen here so I can show you what we're talking about. Now, I've been watching this for the last three to four hours now because I wanted to see if it would go above 2%. Remember what I've said about the 2% ratio on the 10-year treasury? Usually, this is a very bad sign if it passes 2%. What do we see in Australia? It caused a panic and we may, I'm not saying we will, but we may see some panic selling as a result of this passing the 2% mark. But let's get back into the statistics now then. So here we go, let's check these out from the official website here. So all items, 7.5%, food, 7%. So let's drill down here. So this is uh, food at home, 7.4% and food away from home, a rise of 6.4%. This breaks down to full service meals and snacks at 7.1 and limited service meals and snacks at 8%. Let's go on to energy then, energy at 27%, commodities at 39.9%, fuel oil at 46.5%, gasoline at 40%. But let's jump back to energy services then at 13.6%, Electricity up 10.7%, natural gas up 23.9%. Now, you may think these numbers are worrying for you in the States, but if you look at the United Kingdom and you look at Europe right now, they are much, much worse than these numbers. The final thing I wanna show you on this page then is all items, less food and energy. 
And let's look at services less energy. And we have shelter at 4.4%, medical at 2.7%, and transportation at 5.6%. That's if you believe these numbers. Personally, I don't believe these are accurate numbers. Of course, the big debate going on at the moment is whether the Fed will raise rates by 0.25 or 0.5% or 25 and 50 basis points in March. I'm actually gonna go against the grain of a lot of the forecasters who are saying 25. I'm gonna say 50 basis points. However, um, because of the employment numbers that have come out today, the inflation on hourly wages was not as high as I was expecting. I thought we'd see perhaps 0.3% month on month rise, but it was only 0.1%. So this may have the Fed not do quite as uh, sharp of a, an increase to interest rates, but I still think purely based on these numbers today, the overall numbers, that they should do a 50 basis points rise. In tomorrow's video, I'll explain why this is so bad for asset prices. I'll also talk about quantitative easing, quantitative tightening. Now, the reason that the USA is struggling right now and really can't handle much more inflation than it's currently got is because it will cause something called unemployment scarring. I've covered this in videos on the channel before, but a quick recap. If the CPI goes up too much, the cost of living rises too dramatically, which is what's happening at the moment, wages aren't keeping up with these rises. And when wages aren't keeping up, it means that families have to make cutbacks. Because if food is going up X percent, then it means that you can't spend on luxuries or you can't do some of the other things you had to do. Because what are you going to do? Are you not going to turn on your electricity? Are you not going to eat? Of course you are. These are fundamental human needs that people need to do. So they'll cut back on other things, luxuries and uh, you know desirable things. As a result of this, businesses will then be receiving less income on their products and services. Again, it will start in the more luxury goods area. I'm not talking about high-end luxury goods because the wealthy are getting richer and richer. As we know, the wealth divide is, is uh, increasing at a dramatic rate. So the, I'm not talking about the super high-end luxury goods here. I'm just talking about luxury items that middle-class uh, people may normally buy. This has a knock-on effect to workers. So workers are usually the first things that gets laid off as income dries up within a company. These workers then are spenders in the economy, so they can't spend as much money on products and services. Again, it's a negative cycle that keeps going on. It's known as unemployment scarring. And this is another reason why I believe the Federal Reserve, as well as other central banks, need to stop putting the government first and put the people first and actually raise these rates now. Another very dire warning I have for you is that if you look historically at the CPI and inflation, if you have persistent inflation above 5%, in almost all cases, this results in a recession. So right now we are definitely at risk of going into a recession. We are deep into that territory already. Now I've got the report here from the BLS. It's about 40 pages long. I'm not gonna go into all 40 pages, but I will highlight some of these things for you here. And I'll just bring up this again on the shared screen. So you can actually download this document from the website directly. Uh, it shows you inflation. Now, actually, let me touch upon this. A lot of forecasters really messed up here, July, August, September, 
and talked about disinflation going into deflation by January. The reason they got this wrong is because they were looking at some of the wrong metrics. Actually, what happened was after we passed September, we jumped back into October with these higher periods of inflation, which were supposed to be transitory, but were not. Again, some very good spin that came out from the Fed there. Now you need to go to page eight of this report and you wanna look at this column here. Don't fall for it by looking at this column, which is uh, typically where your eyes will go to, the far right column. No, it's this middle column here that you want to be looking at, January 21 to January 22. Now, let's see where we are seeing such high inflation. 12.2% on meats, poultry, fish, and eggs. So these are household staples. What about cereals, bakery products, 6.8%. Energy here, they call it 27%, but if you really dig into it, it's much higher than that. Fuel oil, 46.5%, motor oil, 40%, and gasoline. Energy services, 13.6%, 10.7 on your electric, 23.9 on your gas. And then let's look at vehicles here then. We have new vehicles at 12.2% increase year over year. But look at used prices here, used trucks, used cars, 40.5%. Now, I don't wanna bore you by going on and on with these numbers, but I do recommend you look at the report for yourself and really see an accurate number. Now, bear in mind, the CPI has been manipulated. They have swapped out products over the years so that the numbers look lower than they actually are. The inflation rate is nowhere near 7.5%. It's a lot closer to 12.5%. So whenever you're looking at these numbers they're talking about here, you've just gotta take them with a grain of salt or a pinch of salt, depending on your country and the saying. And remember in tomorrow's video, I'm gonna talk about asset prices and why I believe they're gonna be coming down later on this year. So thank you so much for watching today. I hope you got value out of this video. Take care, God bless, I'll see you tomorrow.